Before you jump into this episode, I want to put a date in front of you. Hey, it's Aaron from Real WW Talk. July 7th. Just for a second, I want you to visualize yourself on July 7th. How are you feeling? Do you have more energy? Do you have a brighter outlook? Or do you feel stuck? The time is going to pass anyway, and it's completely within your control how you feel in just a few short weeks. And as you come up with your goals, the things that you want to do to be feeling your best on July 7th, I want to recommend that you join our next Real WW Talk Step Bet. July 7th is the last day of that step bet. It's actually going to begin on May 27th, Memorial Day. That's an easy day to remember. So download that step bet app, place that $40 bet on yourself for accountability, for your goals, and join us in the real WW Talk Stepping Into Summer step bet. I think you'll be so glad you did. And come July 7th, you'll have an amazing feeling of accomplishment. Use the game code RWWT or look for the link in the show notes. Okay, let's get on to your episode. Welcome to another Real WW Talk. It's the podcast of three diverse friends, Candace, Aaron, and Ricky, who are following the Weight Watchers plan. Each week, we talk about our health journey on WW. There's no hiding, no trying to make ourselves better than we are. It's just real talk because we can't change if we aren't willing to be real about what needs to change. On today's Real WW Talk, you know, in a health journey, we tend to focus on the tangible things like weight loss on the scale or maybe smaller clothing. But this week, we want to identify other ways that we have changed for the better on the journey. Are you ready? Let's talk. Woo! Hello. Welcome to Real WW Talk. I am Erin. I'm Candice. And I'm Ricky. Ladies, as always, it is good to see you. What's shaking? What's baking? What's happening? Oh, nothing other than a son who's sickly going through all the changes of the weather. It finally got to him. He had been doing so well. I felt like I had that three-year-old who was never going to get sick. No, not true. <laughs> so it's been a little tough here in my household with a sick baby, but it's this, his, this is like his first real sickness, right? I mean, in a in a few months, like since he had COVID last year, you know, yeah. for a little while, he really hasn't been one of those children who's gotten sick. And right now he is, and he's clingy, you know, he wants all he wants is mommy and he wants to be held. So I got nothing done today, but it was good to kind of, it forced me to relax. So mm-hmm. I'm not going to complain, but you never want to see your little guy doing. That's a know. good perspective. Yeah. yeah. Ricky, how are you doing? Pretty good. I mean, getting into the swing of things with school now that we've been open, you know, back to school over a month and getting in ready for the rest of fall and winter and just following my schedules, doing my pumpkin patch and all the fun stuff that goes along with fall and just enjoying the the crisp weather outside, getting outside to walk more, especially with our step bet. Um, but yeah, I'm doing well. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you said uh, glad you said the pumpkin patch because I realized I haven't done anything fun this fall and I'm getting reminders of my past self that was way more fun. Like mm-hmm. this time two years ago, I was picking sunflowers in a sunflower field, and then I have another where I'm picking pumpkins and another one where I'm picking apples, and I'm like, I'm just over here picking up my emotions this year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
What's going on? I was going to say, so suffice to say that your update is not like Ricky's where you're going to say that you were at any pumpkin patch. You've been stuck in the office. (laughs) Like, I don't know what this year is, but yes, it's been, it's been the office. Well, it's, it's it's been office. And then we've had a lot of, uh, a lot of different events. Um, Mm -hmm. And that's been fun because I, I get to teach at a lot of our events and, um, so between that and then just, you know, interacting with, with other people, I love doing that. Yeah. So, but it's been, it's been busy, busy. It's going to be busy, busy for another couple of weeks, but that's okay. That's the way, that's the way life happens. Yeah. So. I'm telling you life does change. It does. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look like it did even a year ago. So no, mm-hmm. but the step bets. <laughs> oh, that has just been, I have been loving the comments and how people are really feeling, you know, excited and are moving more. It's been great. Mm-hmm. To see. It's been wonderful. And a lot for me too. I've been hitting it. I got a lot of the power days last yeah, week. That's in a great. Row. That's, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been finding the same thing for myself. Like I've realized how much I've needed a step bet for the, for the motivation, kind of like we talked about last week, like, you know, why can't we get it together with WW any other time type of a thing mm-hmm. or m- me, I should say. <laughs> um, but yeah, like the step bet has been uber, uber motivating. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, or I love, or I should say I'm loving it. Yeah. Yeah. That's good <laughs> to see um, we got some really awesome comments this week in the Real WW Talk Facebook group. And one of them is a question that someone asked that I want to pose to you guys. Um, it is from Nola in Georgia. And she said, what do you guys do when your mind is in eat the kitchen mode? I don't know about you guys too, like, especially for me, when it comes into fall, I feel like all of a sudden my appetite changes and it's like, I go into warm nesting and I want to eat more than I did in the, in the summertime. Do you guys have any thoughts for Nola? I'm assuming that she doesn't, she means when we don't just choose to eat the kitchen because that's what (laughs) our mind is telling us to do. Because sometimes Mm -hmm. that's the reality is that I give in if I'm Mm -hmm. being honest. Um, But I, I I don't know. I don't, that's a hard one. That's a hard one because it depends on where I am in the program. Like if mm-hmm. I'm really super like dedicated and I've had like a streak and I'm doing well, mm-hmm. then I use that momentum to kind of help mm-hmm. me not give in by reminding myself of all the progress that I've made. That's mm-hmm. a little more tough if I'm at the beginning of like getting myself back on track and mm-hmm. then I'm hit with it. I don't know if you all can relate to that. So it depends yeah. on when that happens. Okay. So what would you do? What would you do in both scenarios? If you're like at the beginning, you're still trying to figure it out. Would you just go ahead and eat the kitchen? Probably. Okay. I mean, that's fine. That's an honest, that's an honest answer. And what would you do if, you know, if you're like, you're on track? I'm reminding myself of my progress. Like I'm like, oh, you did, you've, you've had this streak or let's just go for a walk. Like that's one thing is I try to change the environment. Like I'll, mm-hmm. let me get out of the house. <laughs> let me go to my to-do list and find anything else to do to keep me busy. Cause one thing I learned even working with my veterans who had struggled with um, addiction and things is if you give yourself 20 minutes, you usually the the feelings will dissipate or can dissipate. It's more that acute mm-hmm. period that you have to get past. So I'm like, if I can find something to keep me busy for like 20 minutes, then I'm usually mm-hmm. able to to move past it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I, I completely agree. I think um, my answer would have been different a few years ago, but this is where I see like tremendous growth in my Weight Watchers journey. Like I was thinking about this this week because 
Uh, you guys will not believe this, but I have two bags of Halloween candy in my closet. And I keep, I think I don't think about them very often. I, I, I bought them um, very consciously of conscious of, you know, is it okay? I'm bringing this in the house. It's not two weeks till Halloween. <laughs> um, is this a good idea? And I really thought about it, um, decided to buy it because I wanted to be that neighbor with the good candy. I have Reese's, Hershey's, Snickers, got all the good stuff and it's still in my closet. It's still in my closet. I have not touched it. I took out some because we're doing a little Halloween um, treat thing at work. It's not Halloween, like a fall treat thing. So we're, people have been putting candy in people's mailboxes as a surprise. And so I took out some for a coworker. I had gotten some. That's why I was prompted to give. Um, so I kept that candy at work and I saved it for today. I had some of it today. I still have a couple pieces left. I didn't eat all of it. So like, I know this is a long winded answer, but I see growth in the fact that I have things at home and what I do when I think, oh yeah, I remember there's candy in the closet. I'm like, first of all, there's something else I can reach for if I really am hungry. Am I really hungry? (laughs) And the answer is usually no. And if I distract myself with something else, I usually forget about it. And then I go to bed because it usually happens at night, you know, when I probably should just go to bed. (laughs) Bravo stars, Ricky. I mean, to be able to have that premium candy, Mm -hmm. it's not just the little sweet tarts. I'm not going to go there guys, (laughs) but it's the good stuff. Like the reason anyone likes sweet tarts, you know, sweet tarts and those. Um, What what is that face? I mean, she loves them. I love them. Of course. I know. I know. We don't even have time today. Just add it. <laughs> Just add it to the candy corn. Yeah, yes. I love. I, I did. I did want to say one more thing to add to what Candace was saying. The the momentum of losing weight. I'm down 19 pounds. I was hoping that I'd be down 20 this week, but you know, I am not going to complain about being down 19 pounds. So I think that momentum um, has helped me also to yes. say no. Congratulations, girl! Yay, Ricky! That's awesome. Well, what I'm I'm hearing from both from both of you and Ricky, what I just heard from you, like for Nola, is, um, you know, keep the goal in sight, mm-hmm. right? Keep 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 it in the framework of what are we moving towards, and um, just making the making the decision of you know what's what's going to benefit you. Um, and I think Candace, you, I, you may have said also go for a walk, I yeah. think heard you say, right. Mm-hmm. So the consensus in, um, what everybody else kind of wrote to, to encourage her, they just said, hop on a virtual meeting, mm-hmm. go for a walk and drink a glass of water. Those were like the most predominant themes. And then somebody also said, you know, kind of like where we're landing, like, you know, depends on where I am on the journey. Somebody said, just eat it. Yeah. At the end of the day, sometimes you just, you know, just eat it, track it, and move on. Move, move on with it. Uh, I think I'm in the space of having to ask myself why. Why do I want all the food right now? Mm-hmm. And is it because I haven't properly nourished myself from earlier? Mm-hmm. Like, am I? Is that a signal to me that I need to be drinking more water? That I needed to be eating? I need to be eating more fruits and vegetables. And if fruits and vegetables won't solve the hunger right now, mm-hmm. then chances are I'm probably not really that kind of hungry. I'm emotionally hungry. And so learning for me, becoming more conscious of which, which is which. 
Yeah. And I mean, you've heard people say that a lot. Like it, there was somebody, if you wanted to be more disciplined with yourself, they said, if you are seeing something and if eating an apple is not going to make you, if you're like, I don't want an apple, you're not really hungry. The answer is mm-hmm. no. Like if you were to take it to that level to say, this mm-hmm. is an emotional thing that I want because the food that I am asking myself to have, I don't want it. The mm-hmm. fruit or the vegetable, I want the jerky or the cupcake. Then you know that that might be something you want to challenge for yourself. And I also mm-hmm. try to think about how I feel after I do it, you know, because there's always that guilt. Um, or those that remorseful feeling. And it's like, do you really want to kind of go down that and then have to unpack it and then forgive yourself and go through that yeah. whole feel when you could just be really proud of yourself, maybe, but you didn't. Yeah. You know, I feel like for us, even when we when we had started doing the podcast, because I know there are a lot of people right now who are listening and starting at the beginning, God bless them. Um, <laughs> and that was like a really big topic for us was getting it out of that shame cycle of why do I keep doing this? And I feel like all three of us have really progressed really far on that side of, of the journey. And maybe actually, I think that's some place for us to camp maybe today and talk about the growth side of our, of our journey. Like what's changed from maybe the beginning when we started, maybe like some midway points, because we've all been doing this for a hot minute here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Ricky, you even talked about, you know, as we talked about um, that, the candy, like the tremendous mm-hmm. growth that you've seen in yourself, you know, even just a year ago with mm-hmm. yeah. um, what are, what are some other things? What are some other signs of growth that you, that you guys have seen in yourselves? Let's take a quick break. Hey, quick question for you. Are you someone who wants to be fit, healthy, and happy? And what if I told you you could get your dream body by simply just listening to a podcast? I'm Josh. And I'm KG. And we are the hosts of the Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast. Listen, we get it. Fitness isn't easy. Carbs, no carbs. Just stop, okay? It doesn't have to be that complicated. And that's why we made this podcast. We get straight to the facts so you can become your best you. So the way to check us out is click the link in the show notes or search Fit, Healthy, and Happy podcast on any of the major podcast platforms. We'll see you soon. I think for all of us, tracking streaks, I feel like over the past few weeks, months, we've all been talking about having tracking streaks and actually imagine that doing Weight Watchers, paying for Weight Watchers and using the plan the way it like actually is intended to be used. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, oh, it only took us 10 years to figure that out. But (laughs) like tracking, I think... um, if you looked at my tracker five years ago, I wouldn't have had a consistent days of tracking. I think I'm on a 60 some day streak. Um, so yeah, I'm actually tracking daily. And if it goes over, it goes over like, you know, not to say that my growth means that I'm perfect, but I'm tracking it and putting it down on paper and not um, running away from it. And your success is showing that perfection isn't required. Exactly. <laughs> That's Look at that. Look at how that works. <laughs> um, I think for me, I have really seen growth from the need for that fresh start all the time. Because, you know, for me, the joke, as we've said, I have had 300 different starts with Weight Watchers with 300 different usernames and personalities. And that was really me running from being obsessed with a perfect journey. Anytime I would encounter any type of trial, I would want to restart. I would want it to be erased. And now I think I just embrace it similar to what you said, Ricky, it's just 
this is part of it. I'm not going to have a loss every week. I might have several gains several weeks in a row, but that doesn't mean that I need to get away or not confront or accept what is to be able to move on. And that is like mind blown because I think older Candace, who was at the very beginning, was very thought that weight loss was very linear. It was going to be like this. And you don't accept the bad or negative parts. You hide from them. And now I think there's just a very big acceptance of the ups and the downs of the journey without having to prove myself to anyone. And that took as long as we've been here to get there, you know, <laughs> adding a little cancer that helped too, you know, to kind of get over <laughs> you know, the opinions of others and about how your body is, because I had to accept that my body was not going to just yeah. do, there's going to be some times that no matter what I do, I'm going to have a gain and yeah. that's okay. Mm-hmm. And mean that that's growth for me. Mm-hmm. What about yeah. you, Erin? Well, I guess one of the things that I that I was thinking about is um, the change in discipline and consistency mm-hmm. for me, because I think that's a lot of this journey is discipline and consistency. And also, you know, Candace, you and I kind of share that perfection thing. And mine is if I can't win, I'm not even going to try. Mm-hmm. And having to get over that part of it. And anytime that I do something different from what I was doing before is a win. Mm-hmm. Uh, and everything is progress, small, tiny steps forward that they they don't always have to be these big grandiose things. And it's those little small things that add up to the big things. And yeah. so really, really embracing that mm-hmm. and, and not having to do it all, because I think I would try and take too big of a, a bite for the sake of this conversation and, and, and fail and then feel like the failure and not want to get up and go do unless I could do it all together at once, drinking the water, getting, you know, getting all of the blue dots, getting all of the, the points in a particular day, like just, just do what you can right now because every little bit matters. And, and the exercise has been really the key for me this time. Around because it's it, it always comes back to me for my mental health mm-hmm. side, and you know that also reminded me of another thing when you were talking about, and we kind of talked about this last week when Ricky was showing the different levels. Like comparing is another thing that I feel I've let go of, and that has also taken as much time as it's taken because I think when I first started this journey. I was, we were in the meeting room a lot more, you know, mm-hmm. and hearing how other people were doing the journey and their weight loss and the comparison. And well, I'm going to do it like Ricky does because Ricky eats this for breakfast. And then I have to figure out how to make that work for me or Aaron walks in the evening. So I have to walk as many miles as Aaron in order for me to be successful was never something that was one sustainable <laughs> or two really, really mentally healthy because Mm -hmm. we are all different people and everybody needs different things. We're all doing the same program, but the benefit has been that you can spend your points any way that you want to. So Mm -hmm. Aaron, you have your food, you know, you may be gluten-free or whatever. So you have to do these certain things, but that doesn't mean that I have to. And that took me a long time to let go of because I've always wanted the safety of doing it exactly like somebody else. And now I'm like, it's okay if if Erin wants to have her chicken soup and I want to have a sandwich, that's fine. Mm-hmm. And if 
her points are this or my points are that, that's okay. And that's especially hard if you have more weight loss than I do saying that's still okay. Mm-hmm. You know, it's still okay if you're doing it your way and you're having more success and I'm slower, but I'm able to do it in a way that fits my lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I, I love that. And I think adding to that, I think something I'm learning is that I, I still can grow from where I am doing the things that make me a better um, weight watcher or a better <laughs> person who's taking care of myself. Like, for example, I still struggle with vegetables. It's I still struggle with it. Like, I find myself eating less and tracking more and exercising more, but I still struggle with that. So my goal has been to increase that. But just knowing that just because what's working for me right now is working, it's not still like a long term, like I I can continue tracking like those healthy habits that I'm doing, but I still need to build more healthy habits on to be a well-rounded, healthy person. Um, So knowing that what's getting me to my goals right now is not always going to be exactly the same for me, like the comparison thing, I can't compare myself right now to myself five months, you know, five years from now, I'm going to need to probably do something different in my forties than I'm doing in my thirties now. Boy, let me tell you, <laughs> now that you know, I'll <laughs> let you know, you definitely would know. It's, it's yeah. just- I'm telling you, I'm only 42 and I'm like, what the heck is going on? Mm-hmm. Like there, so like areas, like both of you just kind of tapped into comparison to your former self. And that is something that's like sitting right here at the front for me as, as an area of growth, mm-hmm. because I am doing this comparison to my, my former self, just because the weight does not move mm-hmm. like it used to. I don't know what happened, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I remember women inside of our WW groups and our meetings saying that and like, and just, you know, not judging them for it, but like, Oh crap. I hope that doesn't happen to me. It's mm-hmm. happened to me. Yeah. And Erin, when you say that, you know, I, I am, I'm analyzing myself about the guilt that immediately hits when I hear that, because I f- have felt such guilt about not taking advantage of the weight loss when I was younger, like, you know, really kind of going for it because mm-hmm. I felt like I did get those warnings, mm-hmm. but that's another thing. And that might be a question of what is it that you've said it, Ricky, with the fruits and vegetables, what is it that we see that we also want to continue to give up, Mm -hmm. you know, or have to let go of as we continue on the journey. And I know I have to let go of guilt. I haven't really mastered that yet. Uh, Forgiving myself for what I didn't fix for whatever reason when I was in my 30s. And I'm now having to continue to confront in my 40s. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Candace, to that point, I think I don't know if this helps absolve some of the guilt, but like, as I see that, as I hear that, and I also process like things that were happening even two years ago or four years ago, um, there were just other priorities that took the place of some things, right? Like even up to a year ago, you were battling cancer two and a half years before that, or three years, you're pregnant with a child, Right. So like if we start to kind of go through like the history of what's been happening over the past couple of years, in in some ways, like we have to we we tend to look through a real um, idealistic lens and not a realistic lens of what was happening within 
within this, within those spaces. Yeah. You know, for me, even five years ago, I was on medication for depression, uh, because of my, uh, you know, my thyroid was, was out of whack. Nothing was happening. It was, I was barely functioning and I was lucky to be living. Mm-hmm. And then having a massive job change four years ago and didn't realize how much of my, my identity and such that was pulled into that and having just to reorient my brain and reorient my, my whole schedule completely changed. Like there's just so many, and then COVID and like all of this, there's so many things that have happened even within the span of five years that if we just look at it through a realistic lens, I'm like, Oh, that's why I didn't do that. Like give myself a little bit of grace, but I know now. So what do I want to do now yeah. with what I know. And I, and I hear and receive everything you're saying. And I agree. I just think that it's easier. And that's the problem. I can do that for you. I can do right. that for Ricky. And right. I can say, Ricky, you know, cause you just have to understand like the fact that it you've lost it now. Good for you. Like, and I am the best cheerleader for myself. Mm-hmm. I'm like, how could you? What were you thinking? How dare you? Oh, you just had cancer, but that's been almost six months ago. Like, I mean, you're just so ridiculous with yourself. Yeah. I don't don't give myself, I haven't allowed myself that grace because Mm -hmm. I feel like there's an internal thing here. And I know that that's not true. And I know that I have to fight against it. But I think that sometimes our inner, inner mean girl Mm -hmm. (laughs) and Surprisingly, let me detour here for a second because it's relevant. Monica Lewinsky. <laughs> That's okay. a detour. I know, right? Okay. We're expecting that name, right? <laughs> yeah, where are we going with this? <laughs> but she actually has started an initiative, an anti-bullying campaign, but it's about the self-bullying we do to ourselves. Hmm. She did this. It was on the Today Show. It was so interesting where she had you say, she had a person say, write on a piece of paper, all the things they hated about themselves. Like, oh, I'm mm-hmm. so ugly. I can't believe I didn't get it together. I'm the mm-hmm. worst. And then that she had them read it to a loved one about, and they didn't know. And the struggle the person had was saying the words that they say to themselves, to someone that they loved. Mm-hmm. And she said, but why do we, why is it so easy for us to do that to ourselves? But we would not ever dare speak those words to people that we love. And I said, and it really in, impacted me because it reminded me of how I've done that on my journey. Mm-hmm. And when I heard you, Aaron, just say what you said about all the things that I've gone through, I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I but. still feel this. And that plays into, you know, all of this I feel because mm-hmm. the things that we've learned and how we've grown, we've had to acknowledge that in the positives that we do. And not everybody's able to, to, to even speak the positive mm-hmm. because it just doesn't feel like you're allowed to. And why is that? Mm-hmm. It's very impactful. So if you ever, if you YouTube it, it's, she's, the campaign's going on now. It was really, really impactful to me. Mm. Yeah. See, I told you it went somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, where are you going with it? I, I just, that was a name. I was not expecting a Neither name. was I. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, I wonder how much of it too, for us, you know, when you think about growth is even just, you know, age, Yeah. Mm-hmm. you know, there's, I think there's a little bit more wisdom that comes, hopefully there's a little bit more wisdom that comes with age and you, 
I don't know about you guys, but for me, I realized like I start to, I, I let go of things more. And also as I'm looking forward in my life, it's, it's not that the end feels shorter now, but it feels closer than it did in my forties than it did in my thirties. And I imagine as I go along, right? It, like it keeps getting a little bit closer. And then mm-hmm. I just start asking myself the question, like, man, I'm going to be 50 in eight years. I don't want to keep doing this nonsense over like, why am I going to keep repeating the same stupid things over and over again? Like when I'm 50, I don't even want to think about tracking. I don't want to think about these things. Like why can't I do the work now and put in this time now so that I can feel that kind of freedom yeah. in mm-hmm. that, in that time frame? I think we're so ingrained to live in the now and everything's about what I want now. And we're so used to that. So I think that's what we're learning is to adjust our mindset for the future. Cause I think for a long time, when I was in my twenties doing Weight Watchers, I was like, well, you know, I I'm young. Like I have a metabolism. I have this, I'll, I'll lose it for, you know, this event or that event. But I wasn't thinking about, you know, how important it is right now to make the change to help myself in the future. You know, you're not thinking about your future self. You're just thinking about your selfish 20 year old self. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I wish I could go back and talk to my 20 year old self and say, Hey, you're in a good spot right now, but you need to get it together. Like stop, stop taking advantage of the fact that you can, you know, eat this or that without seeing as big weight gain and maybe, you know, just live healthfully and and make choices that will benefit your heart and your body, your lungs, your metabolism, all that in the future. Um, But I think sometimes we're at a maturity level where we don't think about the future. But I think that that is tied into what we've talked about with procrastination in general. It's the arrogant mm-hmm. arrogant assumption that you have more time. Yes. You have yeah. this expectation that you have, if you're 40, you're like, well, at least I'm going to live to at least 85. Who said that? Who said mm-hmm. that you're going to live past next week? Those are uncomfortable truths, right? But I think that it's something we trick ourselves into um, accepting so that we can do whatever it is that we want to do in that moment. And I think mm-hmm. that that's been what has been my challenge is I am very impulsive and mm-hmm. when, and a bit childish. And when I want what I want, I want what I want and I want it now. And <laughs> tomorrow always seems like this great land where I'm going to suddenly get everything together and it's mm-hmm. perfect and I'm going to walk 10 miles. It's going to be great. And then tomorrow comes and I'm like, oh, I'm not doing that. Next year. <laughs> And that's always the, you know, the new year's person where it's like 2025 is my year. Like, you know, once <laughs> you mess up in 2024. So mm-hmm. I am trying to, as a part of my new kind of mantra and thought about life is to remind myself of just that little fact that there really is the truth that tomorrow isn't promised. So the, like you said, Aaron, and even if it is promised, I don't want to be battling this in right. that tomorrow. If I expect that I'm going to be here, I'd like to have mastered some of those things. Right. Like, mm-hmm. why do I want to keep dragging this old stuff with me? Who wants mm-hmm. to do that? Oh, no, no. Well, I am, I'm very proud of us because I can hear, I can hear the difference in each of us, you know, mm-hmm. what's, and, and I also attribute the change, at least for me, I attribute a lot of the changes of just because of our conversations that we've had with one another, you know, absolutely. At, having the opportunity to be vulnerable, to be able to hear somebody else say me too, or, Hey, have you thought about this? What if we try it this way? I mean, 
I don't, any of, none of us, I don't think get better in a vacuum. And no. so, um, I'm glad that we get to wrestle about, you know, all of these things. I'm so glad I hunted y'all down at the meeting. (laughs) (laughs) We're so glad you broke out of the white quadrant, moved to the back left quadrant. Good over, ladies. I took my hips and pacha, pacha. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to be friends and overanalyze forever. Doesn't sound like fun. Love it. Oh my God. On that note, (laughs) on that note, get you some friends, come over to the real WW talk Facebook group. Um, because we have such a great community there and I love seeing people make friends with one another right now. We have folks who are on Fitbit who are saying, Hey, do you want to be my Fitbit friend? And I love that. It's so great. Make friends. You never know where it's going to go. You don't. (laughs) Look, you could be 10 years down the line with your own podcast over analyzing things. <laughs> Let us know. We'll listen and we'll analyze listen. on the other side. <laughs> All right. That does it for us. Don't forget. You can listen to real WW talk anywhere and everywhere. You can catch us on YouTube and you can also put us in your pocket with our podcast. Go for a walk and get your steps in. And, uh, you know, if you're in the Northeast, like we are warm up a little bit while you walk. Oh my goodness. Why does the air feel like it hates me right now? <laughs> I love every minute of it. It's the bestest. Thank goodness. <laughs> Other things for us to discuss in the next podcast. Why the weather's great cooler. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I feel like it's, it's like you're going to fight with me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we wish you a great week uh, on plan and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.